Yes, sir. Peace, hip hop family floss. What's good with you? Definitely good to have you back on the line, man. Oh, man, I'm actually chilling, man. You know what I mean? Uh, via satellite broadcasting from Vegas. You feel me? At the Flamingo gangsta shit. Yeah, they're looking nice, and, looking nice and clean out there, man. I feel like I'm in prison in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, man, you in you in you in the spot that I want to be at. You you there where where I want to be at out there in Europe. But uh, right now I'm out here in Vegas, man. Uh, I've been uh I've been uh, posted in a minute. You know what I mean? And been doing some interviews. I've been running around and shit. But I, you know, you know, we we talk about more than just all the drama that's going on, man. We unveil. You understand? We unveil the new. The newest Nikes and everything. You feel me? These are the new, these are the new joints. You know what I mean? Um, they ill they iller than most from coast to coast. You feel me? Just got these, you know, this is the top of the market right now. Uh, uh, we talk about the finest marijuana. We talk about all the, the, the trending topics and, and all of that. Hope everybody is well out there. In London and the UK and all of that, I'll be out there pretty soon. You feel me? What, what's good with you, Fonz? What's good with you? Here, man. I mean, I'll just come back from setting up some little radio detail today. But speaking of trending topics, I don't know if you got a chance to see some of the fallout and conversation with Brother Ben X from the Nation of Islam. He he had a bit of a conversation with WAC 100. And he shared it to his Instagram. I don't know if it was on Clubhouse or nah, something. Nah, Let's see if put it up. And, you know, he speak. We're kind of asking some questions about the main man, Mark. So let's kind of see if we can get to Man, I ain't, I ain't personally. Maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. I thought I was going to see some schools. Due to how much the expenses were. So this is a little bit of the clip. You can check it out, brother. Ben X's IG. Oh, outside as well. Okay. All uh, right, well, shoot, that's promising. Because, you know, I've always scratched my head about that me and me in March. I've never seen nothing come up. So I'd be like, when yeah, coming I, up, I, I, yeah, I question that. You know me, I don't, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Yeah, I'm, yeah I, I, I question it as well. Yeah, I, where that uh, money went. Where that money 19, went, bro. So I ain't 1990, in, you know. Yeah, 1995, uh, I looked at the, the public Washington yeah. audit report, and the audit report actually says that um, there wasn't even a profit made. It was actually in debt due to how much the expenses was and based on what was raised. I also question the progress because many people bring up the progress. Of course, I was only one years old at that time, but a million men raised their hand and said that they were going to pledge to go back and do things. Not a million FOI, not a million MGT, but nah, a million If money was to hold on, don't do that. That was orchestrated by the nation of Islam. Money was was administered by the nation of Islam. Don't do that, bro. Because to date, don't nobody say nothing. But I ain't no damn fool. You know what I mean? I, we, you know, it, it was it was supposed to be this, this, and that. I ain't. I didn't personally. Maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. I thought I was gonna see some schools or maybe some type of funding, or, uh, you know, for some some child resources or or just anything. I. Yeah, so then we have some of the conversation there. Now, you know, I don't personally feel that he goes, like, too hard or super hard or anything like that. But He doesn't. He doesn't. And I mean, he doesn't. to the rest of it, 
they stay on the same sort of tone. It ain't like, you know, whack when you usually hear whack sometimes, you know, wilding or anything like that. But when we look in the um, comments of it on the Instagram, um, let me see if I get these Instagram comments up. I mean, at the end of the day, man, um, this is a different narrative compared to all the other stuff that WAC 100 is on. I don't condone a lot of some of the stuff that he's saying on on, on, on different topics. But on this topic, um, I don't really see too much of wrongdoing that he's, that, that he's doing because in actuality, these questions are in the mind of a lot of black people. Okay, we had a Million Man March. I was around when the Million Man March was popping. I wasn't no youngster. I was a de a, a, definitely a grown person uh, when the Million Man March was going on. And um, he says similar on his clips. Sorry to cut you, but uh, you know, uh -huh. I don't, you know, you make what say similar. He's you know he do speak on the clip about being there and stuff like that. And just uh, right. I guess some of the impact it had on him. I mean, I, like I said, these are questions that people really want. Okay, boom, we have the Million Man March. What came from it? Like, okay, a million, a million, a million men came, but you got to realize that I was out there when that shit was happening in D.C. on Georgia Avenue and all that shit. And um, uh, it was a lot of pussy selling going on. Excuse me, no, no disrespect, but it was <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of women out there selling sex and it was it was a, a free for all and you right i ain't disrespecting nobody i'm not disrespecting the nation the foi because i definitely um i'm down for what uh what the nation and and um and being muslim is about you know even though i'm not muslim um i have friends that are muslim and i used to be at the mosque 54 in compton and with um with cam's brother and and uh, brother ron and you know i've seen khalil muhammad um um speak and everything before he had passed and everything so what the questions that he is saying is like okay well, where's the school where's the funding where is the you know what i'm saying where is that going to i hope it's not going back to um the nation to where nobody else is getting any money from it or we really didn't see nothing from it he just and it was a long time ago he just basically just saying saying the questions that basically that everybody else have been thinking and haven't really said anything about you feel me Yeah, shit, my bad, bro. Yeah, don't worry, we we ain't um public anyway, so I could I could edit that out. We had a technical delay, right? No, nah, but I but I meant that though. I meant what I said. You know what I'm saying? I meant what I said. Like, I'm nobody disrespected um the nation or or anybody like that because you know, like I said, I'm with the, I'm down with it. You know what I mean? I'm with it. But at the same time, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. You know, I'm gonna let you get to that because I know you got a good point, and um, you, I know you're gonna pick it back up. But um, Jay Latronico, you can see he commented on it and said, "Beautifully handled, brother." Me, on the other hand, only my eyeballs sticking out the mud. I'm with the shits, and um, so you know, he obviously taken some kind of offense to, I guess, the questions being posed, and he subsequently went onto his own social media to leave some tweets. I believe some of them might have been deleted now. He left a few tweets and stuff. So I'm gonna see if I can pull them up. So he you know he he obviously felt some type of way. Now I know what I mean, you know. though 
The question is that Wack was asking. He vindicated to ask some of them, you know, you didn't feel he was um disrespectful in how he asked them or anything like that. Like I've been saying, man, like it's a cold subject, you know, to talk about. It's a cold subject to talk about, but at the same token, you know, um, like I said, these are questions that people people wonder, like, okay, where's the money going to? Just like um the shit with um when when Haiti had the earthquake and, and Wycliffe was in charge of it and they made a lot of money. Jay-Z gave money, a bunch of people gave money, but I heard that 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 uh that Wycliffe was running off with the money. You know what I'm saying? Real talk, <laughs> just keeping it up. Hey, you see one of the um God, here we just add one of these tweets that came up finally. And he said, you know, with Wack, you know, he sent this to Wack directly. He said, if you got any questions, ask me with your food. You out here pressing everybody but the open enemy. Don't be out here stunting on our little brother. Press me about the nation of Islam. I got that fire you're looking for. Keep my nation's name out of your effing mouth, Wack 100. So, uh, you know, he ain't mincing his words one little bit. But they just they just mad because of all the other shit that he got going on as far as the stirrups and, and, and the bickering and the back and forth and the turnips and all that shit. But if you keep it all the way 100, you know, these are questions that have been in the back of real people's minds. Like, OK, we got together a million people. You know, everybody knows that black dollars are very important. Now, white people try to act like not disrespecting any white people, not all white people, but the white people that are in fashion and, and you know, the, the Donna Karens, the, the, the Gucci's, the, the Louis Vuitton's, the, all, of these, all of these people, these high name brand of, of clothes, they automatically know that black people are um, the main consumers when it comes to, um, to, to, to clothes and, 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 and spending money because we like to look good. You know, and they know this. And sometimes we look better than in their clothes than 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 them in their clothes. Um, it's the fact of okay, boom, we did have something where we got a million people together, and uh, a million men, and it was a gracious thing. I'm not taking away from that, but where did the money go to? Where did the money go to? I didn't really see no schools. I didn't see like them announce like okay, it was just everybody came together and that was it. Yeah, I mean, Brother Ben next, he said there was a lot of expenses and in actuality, he lost money. I'm sure it was a lot of expenses. It did with their hands out. You know, um, at the same time, shit ain't cheap to get people there, travel expenses and all that kind of stuff. I just feel like they wouldn't fall into scrutiny when it comes to all of these type of questions and all that type of thing if they were announcing where the money went to. Like they were announcing everybody to come together for the million man mark. All I'm saying. You said you, said you, were, you know, you was there. I mean, yeah. What was your experience like? I mean, the experience was cool. Like, you know, at the end of the day to see, you know, people that look like you there, you know, that shit was bomb to see it. But it seemed like, I'm just keeping it 100, it just seemed like, um, a sell free for all 
everybody was selling something. Final call, brother. Find this, that, that, this, that, that, that. So that's what aroused the questions of, well, where is the money going to? You know, um, like I said, I'm not taking nothing away from black men getting together because we need more of that. We need a bunch of that. Matter of fact, we need a bunch of that. But we need that shit organized to where people is is, is uh, where the amount, the money is being accounted for and where the dollars going to. You know what I'm saying? World up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, 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 whack. Well, like I said, I ain't no fool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel him on that. Now, I don't. That don't mean I'm riding with him on a lot of the other shit that he got going on. But that's none of my concern, and I'm not in that. But. I feel like on this topic right here, he's 100% right. Nah, I mean, speaking of, you know, topics of money and that, and even just the industry, I want to share a clip that was um, sent to us. And this is on social media, so you may have to check this one out. And this is, you know, this guy speaking his mind. On the music business, sacrifice, kill family members, and shit like that. Do all this shit is against me. Let's let let's let's let this read longer. I know what come with that industry, nigga. My heart got broken trying to rap, nigga. You hear me? Cause I put years into that shit, fam. I ain't trying to be no motherfucking rapper, nigga. None of that shit because that shit ain't real. It ain't based on no motherfucking talent. Nigga. It's based on how much dick you gonna suck. Who the fuck gonna sell out the most? Who the fuck gonna sacrifice, kill family members and shit like that? Do all this shit is against the real rights. Come on, man, it's a satanic ass industry. Motherfuckers, if motherfuckers knew to have, you wouldn't even listen to niggas. You wouldn't even listen to niggas. Or the Lord, I'm talking about any genre, pop, entertainment, you wouldn't watch movies. You wouldn't watch these niggas shoot a jump shot in the NBA, nigga, if you knew to have, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. These the same motherfuckers drinking blood. These the motherfuckers kidnapping y'all kids, the same niggas albums y'all buying to do a show for. Do you think I'm trying to be a rapper, nigga? I know what come with that industry, nigga. My heart got broken trying to rap, nigga. So there we see, um, you know, clip. You know, this, this was shared to us on the back of an interview that we did with Freddie P, formerly of the band of Bad Boy Records. And, you know, he recently talked about his experiences within the music business and industry that we feel this is a bit of a topical conversation but every so often it comes up where people talk about you know the hidden things that uh, happen in the music business uh, there was just a Keefe D interview I was watching the other day where he was talking about um, I think a puffy party that he alleged that he was at and um, but he says you know it was quite obscure you know and um, but he, he said it was one Tupac was at as well with got that picture with Tupac and Puffy um, and, uh, together one of those rare pictures and stuff so you know but a lot of people have got these stories and takes on the industry and stuff from what you just heard that brother say just there i mean you're a rapper that's been in the game for years um well established work with a lot of hip-hop legends and stuff i mean do you feel there's any validity to these statements man um uh, first of all talk off the top i want to give a shout out to that brother i want to give a shout out to that dude because uh, I remember that. I remember that stage. I remember that that slap in the face, that wake up call when you thought that the music game was about this and you find out that it's about that. And it's like you start thinking about, you know, uh, this to the real the real artists out there. 
the real ones, like the the ones that um not really taking this shit as a fad, that really took this shit to heart, that really really fuck with this music, uh, sleeping on the floor at the studio, uh, eating top ramen noodles, um, coming from that to to tour to all that type of shit. This this goes out to y'all. And this goes out to dude who I was just looking at on that video with the plastic and shit. Um, I remember being young and encountering just what he was saying. It wasn't about when I finally figured out that this shit wasn't about talent, that it was about what you could do and how bad that you wanted it and, and what was you willing to do for the price of success and fame. I talk about this shit all the time. It's depressing because you can't get these years back. You can't, I started this shit when I was 15 years old. I start calling myself floss mode when I was 15. You feel me? Not knowing that the word floss was gonna come out and all this shit um, from sleeping on the floors to being in Luther Vandross sessions with, with Kipper Jones and different people like real big weed motherfuckers that write the shit and um, sleeping on the floor, eating Thai ramen noodles, all this type of shit. And, and you, and you finally, I got my deals. I finally got my deals and I can look in my, I can look in the mirror and, and I can say to myself that I didn't do none of that funny bunny shit that they, they try to make you do for the, the price of success and fame. Um, it's depressing at the end because you, you can't get these years back and you'd be like, wow, I wasted a lot. I, you know, can't really look at it as you wasted years because you love the music, so that's what you was chasing. The, the the biggest drug, the biggest addiction in the world to a person that 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 that's uh, infatuated with music is music. Like that's what the the the, the addiction that should have you have people leave their city and state where they have to go travel somewhere else because they know that's where all that shit is going on at. So it's it's like a drug, and so by the time you get to Cause you're gonna be dope. If you really love this shit, you're gonna make sure you're on top of your craft. And then um you get to the record company. You finally get to where they are paying attention to you and they sign you. And the first thing they do is when they sign you, they ask you, Well, can you sound like this? Can you sound like that? Can you be them? Can you sound, can you do a song like this? It makes you feel real small. But at the same time, when you meet a person like a, a Harvey Weinstein, when you meet a person like him that dangles, he has everything. All he has to do is make a phone call, an eye wink, and all of a sudden your life will change. And you're doing all the things that you dreamed of. That you see, they don't see, they don't realize this. That you sit up at night and you before you go to sleep, you dreaming of this shit. I remember, like I, I remember Ice T had told me one time, "This the truest shit I ever heard in the fucking rap game." He was like, "Floss, if you can imagine yourself." If you can see it and imagine you doing it and you conquering it and being in your life, it can happen. That's why you got to strive for your dreams. That's why you got to push forward. That's why you got to want the naysayers and the non-believers. Now, if you're not popping and you're not dope, don't quit your day job. But if you know you got it and other people, more people have told you that you got it, then you have it. 
and you're supposed to strive to it. You're going to go through some shit. But at the same token, to bend over, to do something that you, you normally wouldn't do for the price of fame and success, that's what's called by selling your soul. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's um, like safer to say that back in the days, I guess, artists were more... Even though you know a lot of artists didn't get um, a fair shake when it comes to their deals, but that's a whole different story. But do you think those days the artists was more able to probably get established or bought on or put on the game based on their talent? You know, because it was sort of newer and labels and the people were looking for like fresh talent and people that was really doing something new and different. Even though they said when they sign you, ultimately they probably want you to do the same as everybody else. But do you think like? Talent was more getting people through the door then where a lot of people was able to probably evade having to do some of the uh, more shadier tactics or do you think what do you think just just think about it keep artists broke keep artists broke artists has no money to get attorney so by you not having money to get representation representation is everything in the music industry. It's not, sometimes you can be rapping your ass off. You can be dope as shit. You can be the dopest rapper out there. But what it is, is if you don't have your reputation, your, your representation in order, of course, when you come to them, you can handle your own business. Oh, I would like this. I would like that. I think I, I deserve this. I should get that. They're like, of course you think that. You understand? But when you have somebody that you spend money on that's representing you, that's getting you these things, that's how you get this shit. And they know that. So they keep you broke. That's why they call it starving artists. You know, um, a lot of artists have been in the game for years and and just had now just started seeing their money. You know, uh, uh, the artist is the last person to get paid. If you're not writing your own shit, you ain't talking about nothing. That's why they, they tell you to write your stuff through AppCap checks, the BMI checks, the, you know, a, 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 a sound exchange, all these type of, you know, platforms to get your money. And it's still hard to get money. I'm on a, a, a big record with Easy e Impact of a Legend. Comes with a video game. Comes with a discography. Says who Easy e is. I'm on there more than anybody. And I still haven't got my proper payments from it. And this shit has come out years ago. I just talked to Ice-T about this. Just talked to Ice-T. And, 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 you know, Floss, man, you know, this you know, is a... Expectation, well, you know, if, if, it's, if it's past a certain time amount of time, then you may not be able to get it. These record companies do little tricks. Uh, uh, they had signed my name. Um, I did the title song for the movie Love Stinks. My name is Andre Branch, A N D R E B R A N C H. They put the last letter, a different letter, so I can't get my money. Randy Phillips and them from AEG. Uh, uh, um, um, AEG Live, all that. Yes, I'm putting the shit out there because I'm tired of shit being in the, in the dark and in the winds and in the shadows and all of that. So how you get your money is, is uh, by putting it out there. And that's what it is. Yes, Randy Phillips of AEG, uh, AEG Live, they owe me money because they were Red Ant Entertainment. And the guy had already told me that's what they did. They put my last name. They put the, the last letter of my name. They put the last uh, uh, the, the last wrong letter so that's why i'm just like you know um in this business it's 90 percent business 10 percent show handle your business first and then focus on your talent 
I mean, that's crazy. And, you know, we, we've definitely heard of labels using unscrupulous tactics. I mean, I spoke to Darren QB a few months ago, who was the son of uh, Crudel Jones from the Chai Lights. And he was speaking wow. about just some of the horrific experiences him and his family have had dealing with labels, trying to get money that was old and stuff like that. And uh, you'd think it's like mafia tactics in some ca- in some cases or instances. The love um, to not to uh, pay. Uh, what what people what people don't realize is that these record companies to get your ass rubbed off too. These record companies to get your ass rubbed off. They know killers. They got paper. You think you rich? They the ones who pay you. And if you say you rich, so imagine how much money they got. This record company's got millions and millions and millions and millions upon dollars. You know what I'm saying? If you too irritating, if you ruffling too many feathers, if you rubbing people too much the wrong way, they can get your ass rubbed off too. Keep it honey. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, we've definitely heard about many cases like that. And, um, can't say we've seen any directly. There's been speculation uh, on many of stuff as well. There's been movies that we've told the same narrative, so we know it's not something that uh, is just folklore. It's something that, as you said, can happen, does happen, and has happened over time. There's another point that I wanted to bring up because, you know, even with what that brother was saying and Freddie P and others, people say they fear this girl, especially when it comes to black music. See, the only thing that the, the only thing is not to cut you off, the only thing is that's different that they have to pay us now is because technology has made it to where they have to pay us now. Numbers don't lie. All that shit don't lie. You feel me? The streams, the streamings and, and, and records being sold back in those days, they can hide more. They can hide a lot more. They can they can yeah, fuck with books more. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. So it's different. There's a lot more visibility and stuff now, which can, right, can work right. in some way. But what I was going to ask about is some people say, you know, I mean, you you know, you fair share of artists in the industry and stuff. And we've always had the terminology people talk about, like industry cats, industry dickers, or whatever, you know. But my point is, you know, do you feel that's how it is that, like, ultimately, most rappers ain't gonna help anybody else out, or if they if they want like other artists around them, it's generally to um, boost them up. Or a lot of the times they want yes men, or you know people that are gonna ground them. Otherwise, if you're kind of your own independent thinker, you're not gonna get so much of a shot. I mean, how accurate would you say that is? We spoke about this before uh, um, a couple of uh, some some episodes ago. Um, that's why. It's too many millions being transpired. It's too many millions that's being made, and there's no union being played. You understand? It, it, that the union needs to be in, in motion, in effect. So people like uh, myself and people who didn't put the 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 the, uh, the the work in, they didn't put the work in, but. You don't see them on TV every second. You don't see them if you don't hear their songs, but they didn't put plenty of music out. You understand? That accounts for something. So that means that there should be some type of union like in, in NBA or basketball or football, NFL or any of that. Their older players are still getting paid because they didn't put the fucking work in. You understand? So I feel like um, 
this is due. This is should be due. This should be in motion. Everybody got their big threes and all this type of things, which I ain't mad at. Everybody putting their shit up in the game and doing what they're supposed to do. But at the same time, they need to be working for a union. You know what I'm saying? To where, you know, when this shit gets old, and, and but your, your stuff is still being played, you still getting paid. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, it's kind of one of the things that inspired me to, um, you know, do the work with Battle Online and stuff like that because we really wanted to focus on and give flowers to a lot of people that not just had put in work, are still putting in work now, significant right. work in the industry and for the culture and stuff. And then, you know, let them know that we appreciate them because a lot of people have definitely had impact. On us or if team. not, if not, then we're gonna keep having videos like that video you just showed me with dude on there. Like he sounded real bitter. He sounded like I can't believe. Like it was a magic trick that was pulled over some wool that was pulled over his eyes. Did you see the look in his face? Do you you hear the harshness in his? He was he couldn't believe it because as when you growing up, you dream to be a rapper. You dream for these things. These are things that gets into millions and millions of people, you know, and children that when we was young and, and all that, LL Cool J was the person I was looking up to. That nigga was 18 years old. I'm only 18, making more than your pops. And you know what I'm saying? The Kango, the troop suits. And you know what I mean? Like these people were like, these people are like um, superheroes. Like no different from the Marvel comics, from the Rock, the the, the Rock Man, and, and and the dude with Ray Eyes, and these these are people no different than Coogee Raps and 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 and, and KRS Ones and all these type of people, you know. So we look up to them like that, and so when you follow the footsteps and you do everything that you're supposed to do in this game and get lyrically fit and get on top of your pen to where you're being noticed, and you get all the way up to the show, and motherfucker, everybody is is turned around, <laughs> bent over. Everybody bent over. Mm. You like what? what part of the game is this? This what I gotta do to do to get to, 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 to it don't make sense. So it makes you feel like it was all for nothing. You wasted all these years for nothing. And it turns you off from music, period. That's what they do when they turn people off from music. Is when they find out what really goes on and what you really gotta do. You're going to be like, that's why I took my break. No, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a cold game. And I mean, people have their experiences and people share them. Sometimes they're often silent, you know, in the media and stuff like that, especially on the mainstream level. And um, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people don't want to believe some stuff until they're actually there. Until they see it. And when you see it, trust me, I didn't been to these Hollywood parties. I lived a shelter life. I went to Catholic school the majority of my life. So I was held a shelter. And, you know, I, I was exposed to these parties that we would go to and, and you go into the bathroom. It always happens from you going to looking for the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? And encounter and, and run up in one of these rooms. And, 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 and seeing, you know, sniffing lines off each other's ass and just crazy, crazy things that's going on in, in, in the industry that she was, it kind of saddens you because when it's not your lifestyle, but at the same time, you're not knocking anybody else's lifestyle, but that's just not you. But whatever y'all do, it's cool. I'm going over here and do this. Y'all go do that. But when you dangle 
talents and uh, uh, opportunities and the things that that you strive and you dream for and somebody's holding it over you just because you won't do something that they're into that's when it becomes weird like and come on man like nah nah yeah no that's a fact no nah that's when I'll be like nah that's when I put them glasses on so I'll be like nah <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that 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 that's a a whole different bag right there. But um, it's, it's too deep for the kid. It's too deep for the kid. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they they get the um some real real game on this one. You know, not for the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is that making the stadium? Yeah. So um, we're gonna slightly switch over to this um. Next topic. So we've been asked to look at and explore this one. Now, we did get some comments and some feedback from our episode on narcissism. And we've been asked to explore this where people say, let's talk about it. We want to see Megan Thee Stallion, Amber Heard, Jada Pinkett. And I guess it's looking at some of their recent effects on the men that they've been with recently. And just from that vantage point, is toxic femininity a thing? And is it something that's played in these cases? I don't know if we could also include um, Kim Kardashian West and Pete um, Davidson in this Well, you know, we don't, we don't also know if all these stories are true, but... Um, you know, we do hear the stories more than the average people because we are celebrities and, and, and somewhat celebrities ourselves. So, you know, we hear the stories about being with Kim Kardashian. If you with any of the Kardashian women, you know, they hiring um, um, they hiring um, uh, um, uh, private investigators and all of that type of stuff. They into that. That's what I hear that they're into that. They're into uh, having a men followed around and, and all that type of stuff. That's crazy to me. Well, I know they just won a case against Black China. I heard that too. I heard that too. But you gotta respect Black China. Hold on. I mean, I was actually listening to a, a Reggie Wright interview, and he was getting into yeah. a. Film. You gotta respect. You gotta respect Black China because she's like, guess what? Rob is a Kardashian too. <laughs> His sisters would treat him so bad because he was getting fat and all this type of shit. He wasn't doing nothing. You know what I mean? And so she got up, she got in where she fit in. You can't be mad at Black China. Yeah, you know, I mean, they um they've definitely done a bit of a number on people, but they got that legal. They got that legal team locked, it would seem, you know. You seen how they put the frighteners on whack one hundred and Ray J with talks of releasing another tape. Right, they were like, Okay, let's bust them wide open. You don't want to play with us. Um you gotta realize, man, the one I respect out of all of them is Chris Jenner. She is the muscle and motivating factor. Throughout the Kardashians, she is the one who puts everything together. No shade 
I tip my hat off to Chris Jenner. You need a woman like that in your life. You know? Yeah, yeah they I, I passed my days. They, they they're a bit scary in my um in my book. But I mean, I don't know if you know too much about this um Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation. No, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, the actor Johnny Depp. He got he got he got their kid's name on him. Apparently, oh, you talking uh Pete? Yeah, apparently so. Um he's got he got a initials. tattoo on his neck with the kid's name too. He got initials the initials. We don't know if it's a temporary tattoo or if it's permanent, but now you know he know he looked foolish doing that. Well, they say Kim, they she she got some, she got some good box. That's what they say. No disrespect. Yeah, Reggie they, Wright was talking about her first husband. They said that I think he had the tape on her too. I mean, this is L.A. Tinseltown, L.A. There's somebody that got some shit on on a lot of people. They ain't busted out yet because it ain't time. So do you think these women are getting a bad rap then? You know, we've seen WAC 100 take a Megan Thee Stallion saying that she's a liar and, uh, you know, she kind of told, didn't tell the truth or the right set of circumstances in the case with Tory Lanez and stuff like that. I mean, what do you think? I think that it's like 40% of them in like, 30% of their team and the so people you say that it's, it's unfair the label that they're being, you know, invested with is toxic. Um, I think it'd be their team and it'd be the people around them. A lot of times you have people around around you, family or friend, that really want to have your position. Why you it's always somebody position you want to get. Like she uh, Jada wants Will's position. Somebody that's under her, that's her friend, wants her position and wants her life. And then somebody that that wish they was even close to them is jealous of the person that's close. It's always some shit, you know? So at the end of the day, it'd be bad people in their ear. Half the time, look at a relationship. It'd be two people that's going through something, but they really wouldn't go through nothing really too much if other people wasn't around if somebody other else, people wasn't somebody else you feel me right oh he treat so, you like this she treat you like that right right that's what i'm saying right half the time these two people would be kind of cool or whatever bicker they got going on they can settle it themselves and they'll be all right but you got other people that's making sure you feel me for their own reason so yeah, I've, we'll I've had, I mean, I ain't gonna front. I've had some girls in the past tell me, um, well, you know, I've had one bro tell me, you know, um, I thought you treated me fine until my friends said otherwise. <laughs> right, right. A lot of times, people are competing for their friends, or their friend don't like you, so then they make you her don't like you. It's just some, so much yeah. of yaya. It's a bunch of yaya. It's a bunch of narcissistic people out there. 
But most of the people that's calling people narcissists, they narcissists. Well, we kind of touched on this last time. We did touch on um the Jada Will mm -hmm. dynamic. But like I said, there's been more kind of names or circumstances thrown into the bag now. I'm not going to speak too much on the Johnny Depp thing. I don't know too much on that circumstance or such. I know um they've been going for a trial. No, you know who um you know what I heard recently? I was like, wow. Was how um Judge Joe Brown went hard on Tamala Jones, the black lady that's representing in the office, called her a bitch and everything. Oh, you know, oh Kamala Harris. Oh Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah Tamala Harris, not Tamala Jones, Tamala Harris. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he he went on a, a few times before um, he kind of exposed some of the past and stuff. And uh, uh, he went gorilla. I ain't never right. heard him talk like that. Yeah, he didn't play. But I started hearing him on Kwame. I was like, this judge, judge. He, he mm -hmm. like, I'm old. He like, I'm old now. I, you know, they already came for me. I can do what I want. Say what I want. Now. Uh, he like, I ain't ready. He like the Tupac of judges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to Judge Joe Bravo. <laughs> he like the Tupac of the judges of the judge world. I mean, to be honest, he tell it like it is. He'll be somebody that you'd probably want to get to chime in on a conversation about um even this topic and concept of toxic femininity and masculinity. It's okay. He speak about some of those dynamics that he's seen from even a clerical standpoint and from being working with the prison <laughs> and stuff, you know. And then you turn around and you owe the girl $35. <laughs> and then he started poking some pimp shit. <laughs> Right. Go on and give the girl $35. He's hilarious. Pick up to Joe Brown. Yeah, it'd definitely be dope to get him on um, the show or something at some point. So, yeah, the, I mean, this, to, um, this she's claiming she was abused by, you know, Johnny Depp and stuff. Physically, and I think the other way, and that as well, or other ways. So, you know, I believe it. Ain't no telling. You know, we all, they human, people human. Why would a person do that? She must have did something. Ain't no telling. Big up yeah. to everybody out there bugging out. There's been a lot of stuff recently. <laughs> you know, we ain't just, um, <laughs> Picking at the women, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened. Even we've reported on it. You know, Bill Murray was recently let go from one of his jobs um, acting because of some stuff, allegations and stuff. So you can check out Ooh. the report. Who? Bill Murray? Yeah. Really? I think Lucy Liu said, and a few others, she was made to feel uncomfortable. I said, not in that demeanor. I think maybe just by jokes or stuff that he may have said. Yeah, he said know. he said something way out and didn't appreciate it. Everybody's but real sensitive. Bill Murray, an improv actor, I might, you know, defended him and, and, you know, if he made somebody feel bad, but, you know, maybe he was just in character or just goofing around, you know. I love Bill Murray. I don't give a fuck what he said. I love also Bill Murray. Tim, when, he, Tim when he was in that movie, All About Bob, I loved him. <laughs> yeah, DJ, DJ Tim Westwood, you know, um, he was um he he was caught up in some new allegations and stuff, you know. Man, big up to everybody out there that's bugging out, losing their mind, saying everything. 
Making this I mean, just... this, this, I mean, this kind of a serious claim because you know, here we see just an excerpt from a a blog put together, and they, you know, they go very just very detailed. You can check it out, galdem, gal-dem.com, and um, it goes in on some of the Tim Westwood's um allegations and stuff, and speaks about his background being the son of a bishop that you know grew up in a private school and excelling in the industry to kind of become a gatekeeper and such, but presenting himself to black women, like you said, you know, similarly, <laughs> I guess, to a Harvey Weinstein and being able to present opportunities for people within the industry yeah. and misusing and abusing that sort of sense of power. But Abusing his power. Was produced by the BBC, where they chose to kind of out him and speak on some of the stuff which um, some say they feel was just a move to kind of deflect any attention from themselves. Real greaseball type. Real greaseball type. Um, abusing their power. Abusing their power. And um, that whack shit I was just talking about. Like people really trying and trying their hardest and you out there got it super made. You're, you're rich. You're not even rich. You're wealthy. And you just out there playing with people's lives. So when somebody jump up and slap the shit out you, you know what I'm saying? Then they're wrong. But those are the people that should be getting slapped at the Oscars. Those type of people. Yeah, speaking of slaps, you know, somebody actually slapped or tried to run upon a slap Dave Chappelle. I heard. I heard about that shit this morning. I thought he did. Hey, man, what's going on, man? Motherfucker jumped up. <laughs> they still men. Crazy. They're going to have to start having major security. Now I see at these comedy shows. That's what I'm starting to really see is they have, they're going to have to start having major security at these shows because this is the era where people is in their feelings. You know, you can't say certain things. You're being uh, silenced or you're blackballed because you may say something. You know, it's crazy. Everybody pressing their luck, man. So with that said, man, we want to tell everybody out there listening to stay safe, um, stay diligent, stay vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, roams the earth like a roaring lion seeking whoever he may devour. So, yeah, we want to give you a little scripture there, too. But, um, Word, yeah, for real. Out there, man, it's a crazy world, crazy times, everything that's going on. We'll be back in the mix with some hip hop updates. Yeah, mom.